Glitter, known for being sparkly. Famous for being everywhere. Nobody thinks much about it, so let's have some fun. Let's find out why glitter is secretly incredibly fascinating. Welcome to a whole new podcast episode, a podcast all about why being alive is more interesting than people think it is. My name is Alex Schmitz, and I'm not alone. I'm joined by Andrew T. and Mujan Zolfagari. Andrew T. co-hosts the podcast Yo! Is This Racist, which has a live show coming up. SF Sketch Fest, February 4th. You can see Andrew T. and his co-host Tawny Newsom doing a show there. The two of them also run their own independent network called Suboptimal Pods. Go to Suboptimal Pods for the optimal place to subscribe to all the awesome audio they're doing. And then Mujan Zolfagari, an amazing improviser and podcaster. She also has a live show coming up. It's called The Female Gaze. It's a supersized parody of The View, and it's at Caveat in New York City on February 16th. She's also part of the cast of Mission to Zix and part of the cast of Tuning Out the News on Paramount Plus and all kinds of other amazing stuff. I'm so glad both of them are here to throw a glitter party. Also, I've gathered all of our zip codes and used internet resources like native-land.ca to acknowledge that I recorded this on the traditional land of the Canarsie and Lenape peoples. Acknowledge Andrew and Mujan each recorded this on the traditional land of the Gabrielino Ortongva and Keech and Chumash peoples. And acknowledge that in all of our locations, Native people are very much still here. That feels worth doing on each episode, and today's episode is about glitter, which is chosen by supporters of this show over at SIFPod.fun. Thank you very much to Michael Buccheroni for that fantastic idea. I had never thought about glitter so much, and boy, is there a lot to know. So, please sit back. Or take a closer look than ever before at your boat. Either way, here's this episode of Secretly Incredibly Fascinating with Andrew T. and Mujan Zulfagari. I'll be back after we wrap up. Talk to you then. John, it is so good to have you both back on. And of course, I always start by asking guests their relationship to the topic or opinion of it. Either of you can start, but how do you feel about glitter? <laughs> ah, man. Glitter reminds me of childhood. It's like the the joys and colors of childhood and fun and parties and glitz and glamour <laughs> and, and pop stars and yeah, I, I I tend to not put glitter on myself, although I, I wish I did more often. I wish I was a person who did. <laughs> I feel like I think I'm a person that just gets like stuff everywhere. And so like <laughs> glitter is like right up there with just like I'm like always a little bit of a mess. And so like little pieces of I assume we're going to find out. But in my head, glass is like not just kind of like always does me like sort of wrong because I'm just like, yeah, find stuff and then am irritated by little, little things. I'm sort of an Anakin Skywalker in that way. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's like sand. I just hate it. Yeah, <laughs> it gets I'm, just a, I'm just a big whiny, whiny brat who hates stuff and fun. Well, I feel like glitter gets. I've had instances in my life where like there's glitter on me, and I have no recollection why. Like I wasn't anywhere to be near <laughs> glitter. I was always in business professional settings, and yet there's like, why is there glitter around my eyes? I don't know. <laughs> In in researching this, I was kind of excited to learn that nobody is way better at glitter removal or cleanup than the average person. There's oh. not like a genius of this or a secret hack for it. Like I found it was I found an interview with her name's Francesca Talo. And Francesca Talo is the makeup artist for Beyonce. <laughs> and she said, like, in that line of work, she has glittered Beyonce many times, has occasionally done, like, head-to-toe glitter on Beyonce. Oof. And she says there's just no simple or perfect way to get it off. And her go-to is scotch tape, like, just painstakingly oh, yeah. scotch taping it 
line by line off of her. But even then, it doesn't all come off. <laughs> and that's a pro. Like, she knows. And uh, it's not easy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I guess my only thought would have been a slightly stickier tape. Feels like feels like a, a masking or a, a you know show, a gaffer's tape. It's really get in there. True, and the pain threshold is probably okay, right? But yeah, yeah you can maybe. go for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just peel your skin off, right? Just yeah. Just, you know. I think I'm in the opposite <laughs> boat, which is like I'm so irritated by things like glitter and sand, but like there's no amount of tape pain that is a problem. Nice. It's just like, yeah, let's just go. <laughs> I don't know. I just trust them. I figure Beyonce and whoever her staff member is oh, have yeah. truly figured yes. out any problem yes, that they're yes, facing. Yes. And so Yes. And I feel like if you have a a client like Beyonce, there'll be like all the glitter needs to be off. There's no <laughs> it, it that's a fact. It will be off of my body. I'm Beyonce. <laughs> Is there like some kind of like ionizing thing you could do? I feel like if you have like a big enough like balloon or something, <laughs> you could like use the power of electricity to get it off. Kind of. I just. I'm I th- think that. <laughs> oh, okay. That that leads us into our. Uh, I'm gonna do like a set of big takeaways here before the numbers, because because like you said, Andrew, is it glass? Great question. The the basics of what <laughs> yes. this is. That's where to start. <laughs> and starting with takeaway number one. Modern glitter is made of thin plastic wrapped in thin metal. What? Oh, no. And so it's, it's usually a combination of plastic and metal. There's various recipes and stuff, but that's it. This is coming from uh, whatever worse, like whatever higher ignorance level than a layman is, but isn't that just glass? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like glass is if you took plastic and metal and put them together. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure glass is sand, but with a lot of processing. Right. So we're we're back to Anakin Skywalker there. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. That's right. I'm consistent at least. Yeah, but it's you know the thing about glitter, it's visually so attractive, and uh, it doesn't matter if you're like it's made out of gremlins or something. I'm like, it's so pretty, <laughs> makes things shiny and sparkly. Yeah. Yeah, and also like all those of us who have had glitter on us, it doesn't it doesn't totally feel like especially metal. It feels very different right. from that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's surprising that it's made of this stuff. Yeah, that's it's I imagine it's bad for the environment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say your lungs. And it our feels lungs. Like, yeah. Too- yeah. And I bet there's glitter in the water. Like, I... <laughs> we'll get that in like the next couple takeaways too. Yeah, because the cool, cool, cool. <laughs> as far as like what it's made of, the the key sources here are an amazing piece for the New York Times by Katie Weaver, and then a piece for Vice by Lauren Euler, and a piece for Mental Floss by Linda Rodriguez McRobbie. There's surprisingly some secrecy around glitter manufacturing. The companies are very Uh-oh. cagey about oh. it, but we know the basics. And uh, the basics are you start with a large sheet of plastic. It's usually a polyester, something like mylar. You take that plastic, overlay it with metal, usually a metal like aluminum, something light. And then within that process, you pick other plastics or metals to make it colorful, like either additional layers of polymer or a metal that has a pigment like titanium dioxide. But then you layer the plastic and metal and then shred it. And that's glitter. That's it. Right. Is there any possibility that the secrecy is because glitter is simply an industrial runoff of something? Like, it seems like there's certain grinding floors where you're like, yeah, I don't know. After, like, shaving down this sheet of cadmium, we basically have glitter. Yeah, all the rejected, like, experiments of the Manhattan Project are, like, Uh, yeah, (laughs) they just need to do something with it. What you're describing seems like something that also makes bigger things, I guess, is what, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, it's really an amazing story here with the invention of modern glitter, which is that it was a guy trying to make a better machine to grind up trash. And then he Mm -hmm. just noticed that as he ground up all kinds of trashes in the 1930s, some of them had a glittering effect as they like fell to the floor. And he was like, oh, I think I invented glitter. Great. Good. That feels right. That's glitter. That's where it came from. (laughs) Yeah. 
it's it's gorgeous. That's like so like yeah, you take your trash and you create whimsy and trash. <laughs> that's what our, that's what America is, baby. And it was an American. It's a New Jersey machinist named Henry Rushman who was in northern New Jersey and was doing this and like he did it in 1934, which is when we were starting to have more plastic trash than we had had before too. And so he was like that trash specifically I think that can be a product of a runoff of something. Yeah. Oh, so it's it's just trash, but like very tiny trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> little trash. It's just a little trash, but it's pretty. The little trash friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's not like we could throw out the glitter, right? Because we can't like recycle the glitter. So it just continues the process. It's like, wait, hold yeah. on. My brain ended sorry <laughs> no recycling recycling the glitter is recycling right, the glitter. Right, right. all you can do is re re grind it yeah because it's like it's mixed materials in a way where i couldn't find any ways to recycle standard glitter and the main way to reduce the environmental impact is to not use it yeah that's pretty <laughs> right. much it uh, <laughs> yeah but when i think about glitter i don't really think about like the companies that make glitter glitter just exists somehow are there different are there like major comp like not a monopoly but are there like competing glitter companies like yeah i think i think we can hit that now it turns out uh, this is uh, gonna be takeaway number two for the main show takeaway number two the glitter industry is extremely secretive and centered on two companies in New Jersey. Mm. There are two main companies, but they're not famous. But like, Hell yeah. based on the information we can get, despite their secrecy uh -oh. and being cagey, they make basically all glitter in the U.S. is two companies okay. down the road from oh, each other in New Jersey. Two companies we can't talk about. Somewhere in New Jersey, they create all of the glitter, but we can't talk about them. They don't disclose information. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> You're sort of implying that glitter is like still the remains of Jimmy Hoffa to this day. <laughs> hey, he was a sparkly like, guy. What are you going to do? You, know, you can't waste whatever. a sparkly guy like that. <laughs> Holy moly. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 but I, it feels like the secrecy is just that, like, if people knew the source, they would be turned off in, in the same way that most food, right. most like any packaged food, you're like, I know, but it's really fine. It's that same where people are like, did you know this burrito contains the same antecedent as like, you know, toxic waste? And it's like, well, yeah, but that's water. <laughs> so like, okay. Yeah. You know, whatever. Oh, this article just came out. I think Consumer Report did it on, like, there's lead and all sorts of terrible things in, like, the top dark chocolate in the world. Oh. And all my friends and I were just like, yeah, well. Yeah. But, Must be why it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you going to yeah. do? Lead is famously sweet. That's why children yes, love it. Exactly. <laughs> That's why chil children and Romans love it. It's great. Right. <laughs> and with, with the glitter secrecy, like, I think it's, it's partly that it, it is this plastic stuff, but it seems like it's almost more a competitive trade secret kind of thing. Like oh, the companies sure. want to hold on to the the hacks and the mixtures of materials that have made them good at glitter and yeah and also like yeah. none of us think of a famous brand name of glitter like we said going into this so right. you know they can get away with it they can just be secretive about everything but you'd think literally like beyonce slapping her name on it for a 20 percent share of this company would be <laughs> money for everyone honestly <laughs> That's or yeah, I'm thinking of Rihanna's Fenty company. Like, why why hasn't somebody celebrity just blown these companies yeah. out of the water? Yeah, this glitter is not made of toxic waste. Wink. <laughs> Here's a conspiracy. What if like one of the ingredients that and the reason why none of them share is something that if disclosed would cause pandemonium? Like it is squirrel. Like it's something that's like oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's needed in glitter it's it's just part of it like you need it for it to shine and it's like a, a blood of a squirrel like it's just it is yeah. what it is but i i think that's all stuff all stuff is like that i guess 
<laughs> yeah, like weirdly, we both do and don't know a lot about the making of it. Like even with the trash element, there's one part of Vice's article about this where they talk about how oddly the glitter makers are aiming to waste as little of the like raw materials as possible. And so apparently mm-hmm. all glitter gets cut mm-hmm. into a shape that you can use up a whole sheet with geometrically, yeah. like either a square or rectangle or hexagon. And then these these two companies, they each have a pretty interesting origin story because one of them is the inventor of modern glitter cashing in. Like he personally founded right. the company. So his name's Henry Rushman. He's in northern New Jersey, specifically Bernardsville, New Jersey. When he came up with this basic process of accidentally inventing glitter, <laughs> he immediately got a company going called Meadowbrook Inventions. Uh, the original slogan was, our glitter covers the world. Yeah, you uh, can't and he just take did it a out. Good job. <laughs> you can't wash it away. It it does. Uh, that is like that's like a super villain. This is like kind of just like Lex Luthor was like, well, yeah, like it. It's like if a crime went super good. It's like yeah, we just want that everywhere now. He wins. Like uh, the New York Times says that he invented this in 1934, and by the 1940s there were widespread written mentions of like glitter as Christmas decoration and as a popular product in the U.S. He just did a really good job. Yeah, I mean, even though there's no like sure way to take it off adhesive or whatever, it's just so pretty and fun and sparkly like it's worth it yeah and it like kind of just falls off eventually too right like it's not like a tattoo it'll, it'll move you'll move on you know yeah, like, i'll move on sure. okay yeah minus the lead and the cobalt like you know it's all good <laughs> and then the the other competitor is hilariously down the road in cranford new jersey oh. uh, it's a company called glitterx And uh, that was founded by an entrepreneur named Babu Shetty, who immigrated to the U.S. from India with a Ph.D. in polymer science, and then started GlitterX in the 1960s. And again, both companies super secretive. I cannot get like market share numbers or anything, but everybody interviewed about this says they dominate the market in the U.S. Right. It feels like it's because there's like a crack in reality in northern New Jersey from which glitter (laughs) flows. (laughs) <laughs> just like a tiny mine, you know, it's like a hell mouth, but just slightly glittery, oh. glitterier. <laughs> right. It's like that mine in Pennsylvania that's still on fire. Like you just go yeah. look at it like a tourist. <laughs> the, the trade secret is how big a vacuum can you bring to this, <laughs> this font of glitter? <laughs> and, uh, and with their secrecy, they also by accident started a big thing on Reddit where people got super interested in what the main glitter purchasing industry is, like what industry in the U.S. buys the most glitter. Because uh, in in 2018, writer Katie Weaver for the New York Times, she does an amazing piece where she interviews people at GlitterX. Uh, also, she barely got that interview, and Meadowbrook Industries refused to talk to her at all. Like, <laughs> this is an interview, but also they would basically tell her nothing. And in one chunk of the interview... The plant manager for GlitterX, Lauren Dyer, totally refused to answer the question, what industry is GlitterX's biggest market? And was also like kind of cagey about it, especially if you just read that part. Like she was just super secretive, like, I can't tell you, I can't tell you off the record, like no information. <laughs> and then people on Reddit investigated and tried to figure it out. What did they figure out? Reddit was guessing all kinds of stuff. They said, like, maybe it's automotive paint, and that does contain glitter. That's true. Right. Oh, right. Um, They guessed cosmetics. Oh, right. They guessed greeting cards. Uh, And then the most extreme guess was the U.S. military. Yeah. I was (laughs) was going to say, like, uh, medical. Like, what if... Oh. That's interesting. Yeah. My my guess... Well, that was not a true guess, yeah. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, maybe. maybe. My, My guess... My guess based on the refusal to answer would be adult entertainment because that feels like bad PR, but possible. Yeah, that's a really plausible guess, too. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that that feels like exactly why you wouldn't answer because it's like, you know, mostly people who are swinging, swinging their bits. Well, I'm on their website, which looks like it was made in 1999. And their three major tabs are inks and paints, fashion, and cosmetics. 
So I think it's neither of those. I think it's... <laughs> I mean, you're going to tell us in a moment, right? <laughs> yeah, because it turns out the real answer, and it's an amazing show called Endless Thread. It's also a podcast. And the team there, uh, it's Ben Brock Johnson, Amory Sivertson, and then their producer, Josh Swartz. They managed to track down a Glitterx client who wasn't a big client, but then the client asked secretly on WBIR's behalf, mm. like, hey, what <laughs> Glitterx, who do you sell the most to? And the answer was boat paint, <gasps> like marine oh. craft. Uh, the paint for that is so sparkly if you get a close look at it, because it's got a really high glitter content. Yeah. And apparently that's far and away the biggest buyer of glitter in the U.S., I just don't understand why that would be a secret. Right. But Yeah. And it, it turns out they were secretive for like, I, I guess they don't want a competing company to muscle them out of the boat industry or something. Like sure. it's, it's very ordinary. It, it reminds me of like KFC keeping the chicken recipe secret. Like it's simply they don't right, want somebody right. else to start a KFC. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah. Or... Given how boats are so frequently, you know, uh, a, a thing of severe income disparity, I wonder if it's simply one person's boat that is most of, <laughs> most of the glitter. It's not just the boats, it's the boat. <laughs> and that man should be divvied up to the people. <laughs> Gonna assume it's a man. Just give yeah. him the oh, state yeah. of the world. Uh-huh. Look, Lisa Frank is allowed to buy an aircraft carrier, all right? She's allowed to do whatever she wants and decorate it how she wants. And honestly, pretty pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, when we first started talking about this topic a couple minutes ago, my mind only had, like, three things in my mind that had glitter on it. I think at this point, it's like my brain's starting to be like, wait, everything has glitter in it. <laughs> like... If you and like all the big things in our lives, yeah. It turns out, yeah, because we like stuff that sparkles. Yeah, and it sometimes yeah. it isn't very obvious sometimes, but it has like that, like exactly like cars. It has that sheen. There's glitter in it, like some metals, even like on computers, have a little bit of glitter in it. Like it's everywhere. <laughs> Truly, I had never thought about, it, but it turns out if a car looks extra good in the sun or when you're moving, yeah. when you're looking at it, that's an amount of glitter. It's less than boat paint, but it's a thing. And that's part of why Reddit got so into this is that there's a lot of reflective technology that is then separate from glitter. One right. of the biggest reasons Redditors said, hey, maybe the secret buyer of glitter is the U.S. military, is uh, there's a thing with fighter planes called chaff. And chaff sure, is yeah. like a burst of reflective material that a plane can shoot out of itself, distract an incoming missile, and try to throw off the targeting of the missile by reflecting a bunch of light at it in a bunch of patterns. Uh, and that is just I, I different from Top Gun 1987 on Perfect, Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, what I, we just watched Top Gun Maverick yesterday, and it's uh, full of chaff. It's a lot of chaff in that movie, like all the time. <laughs> so if people have seen that, uh, you're ready. <laughs> That's the pull quote on the, on the poster. <laughs> but it chaff. is essentially... It is hilarious to imagine that essentially the way to fight a missile is the same way that you'd think a whimsical elf would leave a scene, which is just throw glitter in the air and bounce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and that chaff is like technologically different from glitter, but not in an easy way to understand. And it's still kind of doing the same thing as glitter. So like that's how yeah. people got so into like who's buying the glitter because there are so many reflective technologies and things in the world. It could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> we like a sparkle. We're into it. Yeah. I started yeah. just Googling someone to be like, what's glitter used in? And I started in uh, Google's autocomplete first thing was glitter used in euphoria. So it seems like... Mm. Oh, like the show? That's a number. That is the number two. <laughs> the yeah. cast of Euphoria right after Boats. Yep. See now, I now I like to imagine them rolling drums of it in because there's a there's a stat here. WBUR once they were told that the answer is the boat paint industry, Glitterax still refused to comment or confirm it. But WBUR talked to the former manager of a bass boat manufacturing company. And this guy said that their, like, very small bass boat manufacturer went through 300 gallons of glitter per week. (laughs) 
So like boat pain is just packed with it, I guess. I haven't looked at a boat closely yeah. lately, but it's like okay. a bunch of glitter on the side of that thing. If it's a boat here, here's the other. Okay. But like, and I guess it is clearly how the hell is boat paint different than automotive paint? Yeah. I genuinely guess if you told me before this got sure. into my head, there are types of vehicle paint that are different. And I guess it's waterproof or light or buoyancy, but like. Well, so should, so should cars, right? Yeah, yeah. right? I, yeah. Yeah, I think it also like the boat paint looks cool with the water, you know, in a car that's not such a concern. Right. Like, I think it's partly more, style. More glitter. More glitter. Yeah. I guess. That makes sense, I guess. Right. Because when you're in a boat, you're on. Boats drive on a big thing of glitter, and cars <laughs> just drive on boring old roads. Okay, you talk. You talked me into it. I like thinking of boating as like being on the Rainbow Road track in Mario Kart. Like it's all glitter yeah. and colors, that's what water baby. Is. It's all <laughs> that's what water is. Little little pro tip: uh, if you're in Los Angeles at all, when you're listening to this, if you ever uh, drive down the 105 freeway any time before Fourth of July, it is identical to being in the Mario Rainbow Road because fireworks are coming up <laughs> around oh, you wow. in a way that is terrifying but amazing. Anyway, next yeah. next summer, <laughs> I I can confirm. I've had that experience. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> You think the Dodgers won a game everywhere in the city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like constantly. <laughs> they just love baseball. All right. Off of that, we're going to a short break, followed by the big takeaways. See you in a sec. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! It's hard to explain what happens on Jordan Jesse Go. So, I had my kids do it. Saying swear words. Saying swear words. Yeah, um, bad jokes. Bad jokes? Bad jokes. Maybe it's like you tell people that you're going to interview them, and then you just stay there, like, like really quiet and try and creep them out. <laughs> it's just really boring. Because of Jordan, right? Not me? Because of both of you. Oh. Subscribe to Jordan Jesse Go, a comedy show for grown-ups. Linda, and there's a couple more takeaways here about especially glitter material science kind of stuff. Because the next one is takeaway number three. Glitter partly sticks to your skin through electricity. Hell yeah. Okay. Like, And we were talking about, hey, can you like charge yourself to knock it off or something? Uh, glitter especially sticks to human skin because of a combination of static electricity and also an electrical phenomenon called van der Waals forces that I had never heard of. Wow. So there's a okay. lot of like science to why it's extra sticky on our skin. Isn't Van der Waals forces? Is that not surface tension? Is that is that the water thing? It's like, yeah, it's related to that. Yeah, okay. that's a, that's another like iteration of it. Yeah, you know, wow. Take <laughs> chemistry and or physics. I don't remember which about twenty years ago, and you kind of remember two things. <laughs> but it brought you here to this point now. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd like, yeah, it's, that's that's right. And the because this key source here, it's a piece for Popular Science by Sam Eifling. They say that van der Waals forces are something that happens, especially between very small things. It is a weak electrostatic charge that builds up between or in otherwise neutral objects. Uh, like a molecule can be electrically neutral, but still have a slightly positively charged side and a slightly negatively charged side. 
Uh, and one of the biggest ways that happens is the forming of water droplets. That's why the water comes together, is, mm-hmm. is just those little charges interlocking. Yes. So now it feels like if you filled like a water pick, but with ionized or deionized water, I don't know which, maybe you can get that glitter off. <laughs> Wow, maybe. (laughs) I'm just, I just think, I feel like I have one client specifically that I can pitch this to. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, and then the other electric thing here is static electricity, because that's just an imbalance of electrical charges within something. Uh, It's called static because it's not flowing currents. It's not like electricity through a power cord or something. Glitter is, you know, bigger than molecules, but it's a small object. And also each piece has little bumps and irregularities. And so especially those bumps are prone to having these little charge imbalances. And the same goes for the tiny amounts of water on your skin. So like human skin, even more than other surfaces, the glitter and the water on your skin really come together through this electrical phenomenon. And so that's that's like... An additional reason it sticks to you other than it being tiny and just hard to get off. And it cares about us, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's there for us. It's not going anywhere. (laughs) Okay. All right. Now, okay. Now, my new pitch for glitter removal sort of like a a back to tank style bath with positive charge Mm -hmm. on one end, negative charge on the other. Yeah. Low enough to not kill you, but high enough to just. You know, whisk, whisks of glitter away. We're going to figure this out. I feel like when you buy like a small packet of glitter, it should also come with a box that has all of those mm-hmm. elements to attach to your shower. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. yeah. All of it. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to imagine the big shower in Austin Powers after he's unfrozen. There's just a lot of different poses and angles and chambers. Yeah. It only... Listen, obviously, you can't reach the scale of the glitter industry, but the glitter removal industry really feels like an opportunity here that we're all <laughs> we're all sleeping on. Glitter bombing, though, is a thing, right? Like, don't oh, right. they do that, that protest and stuff? Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. is just like, yeah, I don't know whether what side does it, the good side or the bad side, but uh, <laughs> it's just to do it to, like, annoy the other people because they... They have just a lot of glitter on them, right? That uh, that's a perfect segue here because we can we do have okay. a number section that gets into it a little bit, and uh, so our next fascinating thing is a quick set of fascinating numbers and statistics, and this week that's in a segment called stats, 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 stats. Here's your statistics. Proud of you. Thank you. And uh, that name was submitted by Megan Moraga. Thank you, Megan. We have a new name for this segment every week. Please make them as silly and wacky as possible. Submit to sifpod at gmail.com. Uh, I'm checking Twitter much less than I used to, so I, I might miss it there. Send to sifpod at gmail.com. Because the, the first number here is a date. It is February 2012. And February 2012 is when a Colorado student got arrested and charged with a misdemeanor for glitter-bombing Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney. Mm. Oh. Which is one of the more significant glitter-bombings in the history of glitter-bombing. Yeah. Is it, if they had done it with, like, water-bombing, like, if they had threw a cup of water, then this wouldn't have happened, right? It's like, is this something specific about, or is it because it is, like, a politician and it's a crime of some sort to even do that? I, I think it's both things. There's a famous person, so they bothered to like press charges and, and bring the police yeah. in. Uh, there, there's a starting to form legal school around whether glitter bombing is like assault, basically. And right. Republicans in particular are pushing for yes, it is, mainly because most glitter bombings are a statement of this person is anti-gay, anti-LGBTQ. Yeah. Got it. Uh, and so yeah. then Republicans are bothering to be like, uh, I... Uh, just don't do this to me. It's assault now is kind of the yeah. uh, argument they're pushing. I guess, right. It's like the it's assault, but not battery. Right. Because I, I as you say it, I mean, anything up to and including throwing a fistful of nothing at Mitt Romney probably counts as assault in some views. Yeah. Right? And there's also like more recent cases of people throw like dumping milkshakes on politicians. 
Right, uh, right. And then oddly, glitter seems to be in kind of a different space because, you know, I, I want to be like, I guess, fair and balanced or whatever. But there are also <laughs> doctors who say that glitter is like not fantastic for you if you're getting glitter bombs. Right. Yeah, yeah. You could breathe it in. Uh, there are optometrists who say that it can irritate the eyes. It could cut the eyes. And, and yeah, like you say, there's doctors saying you could breathe it in, get it into your sinuses. Like, yeah. you know, it's not it's not like fantastic for the human body. It's plastic and metal. So I, I see something there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it is literally like all the shit that you really should not breathe in in the exact size that will not leave your body. <laughs> yeah. So like fair. Yeah. Which is interesting because like you you know, they're being glitter bombs. This is happening to them without their consent in a way. But I feel like there are events in which people celebrate by exploding glitter, which is the same effect. But in yeah. those cases, aren't considered the same, like, you know, causing right. harm or like, yeah. That's true. Yeah. I, I feel like especially maybe it's a launch angle thing, like the celebration, they're tossing it's it awkward. over you. Right, right. And yeah. Then, like, maybe that's the difference. But it, it's such a fine line. Yeah. I mean, just just to throw this out there for some protesters, and this a thousand percent will never work, but something akin to like a landmine, but just glitter, but also <laughs> posting like one of those things that they put up when, when you're recorded in public space that says like, if you enter this area, you will consent to being glitter being used <laughs> in your vicinity. <laughs> Just like a little, just a little indemnification. Just post it. See what happens. Yeah. It'll probably work. Because it is, this is definitely, there's not like a Supreme Court case about this. It's still a pretty gray area. Yeah. Uh, ironically, because glitter's so colorful. Am I right? But, uh, <laughs> but pretty and cute and fun. And <laughs> but like, yeah, like especially 2012 seems to have been the peak of this going on. Like NPR says that one glitter bombing where the student got charged, that was not Romney's first glitter bombing of that campaign. And there were more to follow. Rick Santorum got glitter bombed. Newt Gingrich got glitter bombed and then told the press that should have been charged as assault. I, I think it's just a less common form of protest now. It kind of came and went, but especially about mm -hmm. 10 years ago, it was huge. Probably unlike milkshaking, but like many weapons of war, it is also just like probably just about as bad for the perpetrator as the victim. <laughs> a glitter bomb. Whereas like, you know, a milkshake is much more coherent. You don't, you're not going to get as much blowback on a milkshake or a political policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I... I'm not a lawyer, but I feel like a milkshake is liquid and not not yeah. the, like inhaling plastic and metal issue. Like, it, it, unless, yeah. you know. Right. But someone might be lactose intolerant and it might get into their mouth. And Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But it's also like glitter bombing makes it's such a visual statement too. like milkshake. Mm -hmm. It's strong. It's just, yeah, glitter. It's like it's everywhere. It's it's the glitz, the glitz, like, especially those who are anti uh, sorry, the cat is meowing. <laughs> exactly. The, the categories. Uh, but people who are, you know, who don't believe in the good things. I like, it does, it puts that lens on them. Yeah. Yeah. When the next number here is, uh, it's another year, but it's the past. It is the 400s AD. 400s AD. Uh, that is when Mayan builders added natural glitter to one of their temples. Oh, because uh, like glittery stuff predates uh, this American in New Jersey who put plastic and metal together. And Professor Rosemary Goodall of Queensland University of Technology, her team did an analysis of decorative masks built into the walls of a Mayan temple in Honduras. And they found that the masks were decorated with ground up mica. And mica is a mineral. It's a silicate mineral that produces a glittering effect when you grind it up. It's one of many things people have used for glitter before the, the petroleum-based plastic kind. Little glass, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, now we're getting to the, the weird piece of glass and stuff, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, I just I just did a search because limestone kind of sparkles, right? Am I there's some metamorphic rock that's like kind of like weirdly sparkly, even though it's kind of boring otherwise. Yeah, a lot of kind of the other 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 element of making glitter in general is just getting it to a shape where there's a lot of little tiny surfaces because then right. that catches mm -hmm. light very easily. And so, yeah, it turns out a lot of minerals can can do this in a way that's handy. Like a lot of our favorite precious metals and precious jewels 
you know, especially before glitter was easily accessible from a factory, that was sort of uh, like a bonus feature of gold and diamonds and stuff. Like, oh, just look at the glittery effect. I get this thing. Like gl- glitter is almost more of a phenomenon than an object in a lot of ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. It makes me think of just or wonder about the verb and then the <laughs> noun of it. Like right. what came first, glittery or the thing being glitter? It seems to be the verb. Yeah. Yeah, we had that and then just applied it to this substance that a guy in New Jersey made. (laughs) A guy in New Jersey. (laughs) Just took it over. (laughs) Yeah, and like apparently one of the oldest common kinds was in ancient Egypt. Uh, They used a ground up mineral called green malachite and in particular for cosmetics. Like it'd be a thing people put on their faces or bodies and often green. Yeah, that feels that feels familiar. We like to smash up. Smash up some rocks. Yeah, we've always liked to party. Put it in oil or animal fat and put it on your body. Yeah. I like how humans experiment with their faces, you know? Like, take that thing on the ground and put it on your face. (laughs) It's fun. (laughs) We should do it more. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and speaking of the environment, there is one last takeaway for the main episode here. Okay. That brings us into the future. This is takeaway number four. Takeaway number four, there is a new push for biodegradable glitter because traditional glitter is pollution. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. There should be. Yeah. Uh, What is it made out of or what would it it just reuse the classic things we use that are biodegradable or? It turns out the main thing is replace the plastic with cellulose, like wood cellulose from trees. Okay. So we can just grow more trees. The trees are good, too. I mean, uh, listen, yeah. Mother Nature's been making snow since forever, people. And that's just that's just natural glitter right there. <laughs> that's all you need. We should I would like to go up up to someone using glitter and be like, Oh, so you don't appreciate snow? You're just you're just yeah. taking it for granted. You're not into oh. water? Hmm. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> yeah. on you, I guess. <laughs> I definitely think like no, this is good. I think this should be biodegradable. I feel like as you know, as lovely as Fun and cute and sassy and wonderful glitter is in the future. Definitely, people are going to be looking back and be like, "They did what with what for for yeah. why what?" Like, none of it makes sense. Yeah, right. Like, I hope it was for something essential. Oh, it was for parties and the sides of boats. Okay, yes, yeah, well, for great. boats. Okay, great. Uh, okay, good. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cellulose is a it's a biopolymer. It's called. And, and there's like caveats with biodegradable glitter made of it. Like it, it doesn't degrade super fast and it's not great for local wildlife to eat, oh, but it's right. still not plastic. And uh, the right. New York Times looked into the plastic and glitter. They interviewed Dr. Victoria Miller, a materials science and engineering professor at NC State University. And she said the plastic and regular glitter takes about 1000 years to completely biodegrade. So this is way better, the the Hmm. kind made of wood. We may perish. Our history Mm -hmm. will be lost, but glitter will always be there. (laughs) This is where the glitter removal. Listen, all you need is like a little nanobot about the size of a piece of glitter that just looks for other pieces of glitter and fuses it together. (laughs) And just makes big pieces of plastic. This is going to be fine. This is going to work out fine. We'll never mistake a human cell or anything like that for a piece of glitter to also assimilate into the goop. It's going to be fine. No, <laughs> it won't gain sentience and turn on a, that purse, little nanobot. No. <laughs> like, a, like a Republican gets glitter bombed and then suddenly eaten by robots. It's like, oh, okay, that right. was too much. I apologize. Yeah, uh, that's that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like this is doable. It feels like this is doable. Yeah, that it's being like, it's, said, yeah. I was going to say that all this being said, I did buy eyeshadow recently that had glitter. So I'm sorry. No, that's that's a fair. That's the, all the way back to the Egyptians. I'm sorry. Oh, OK. I take yeah. it back. There's a, quite a history. <laughs> quite a history. And there is like the the positive side of this story is basically that glitter is a microplastic form of pollution, but it is a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of our plastic pollution. Mm. In, a, in a way where, like, the, when the New York Times talked to that expert from NC State, she said that, like, glitter takes a thousand years to biodegrade. But even knowing that, she would not push for something like a ban on glitter because, mm. quote, we've got bigger fish to fry. 
Like glitter mm-hmm. is is just an in, basically infinitesimal portion of our overall plastic pollution as humans. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And so. also, it's is it micro? I mean, it's visible to the naked eye. It's compared to the other we're putting in plastic. It is actually bigger and visible, at least. <laughs> right. It's like lead you can see. Mm-hmm. As opposed to and the, the secret in, in our water, yeah. <laughs> and our chocolates and <laughs> our pants and <laughs> our lasagnas and, yeah. Well, because with the, with the thing of is glitter microplastic, it turns out our plastic pollution all kind of has the same trajectory. Because what happens is all of our like larger, bigger plastic pollution, like a plastic bottle or something, the way that pollutes is it breaks down into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces. And so that becomes a microplastic eventually, and that's why it's pollution mainly. And so glitter is just kind of already that. But, you know, when you compare the mass of our glitter to the mass of all our other plastic, uh, the Guardian says it's far less than 1% of what's polluting the environment. It's really just a a minor thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like one soda bottle is like how much glitter. (laughs) Yeah. I guess they could could tell us at the factory because that's what that's exactly the calculation they use. (laughs) I like to think that the end of that person's quote, that's like it's, you know, it's less than one percent. Like it's it is an impact, but it's not that big of an impact compared to other things. And also it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Have a can of soda and have some fun glitter. Like, come on. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And like other good news is there's a broad move away from lots of microplastics. Uh, Apparently one of the first ones governments worked on is the little plastic micro beads in rinse off cosmetics and and like shampoos and stuff, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, The U.S. Mm. banned those in 2015. The U.K. banned them in 2018. Uh, But then as far as like glitter we're also starting to see a move away from that too Uh, and the guardian says christmas 2020 in the uk was a big like landmark of it because all at once several retailers including morrison's waitrose and john lewis they all announced there would be no glitter in their like store brand christmas products and said it was specifically because of the environment and they said like you know Mm. please enjoy the holidays without glitter and it's a good thing (laughs) So. Yeah, I do feel <laughs> right. like if even if it is less than one percent or whatever, if if it's something that could be changed, that's good. Like they should. Yeah. Right. Just just to set it off for everybody else, like you know, just because if you can do it, yeah. Yeah, like it might be one of our first wins in plastic pollution is glitter either going away or or also I'll like yeah. people can just Google it. I don't think I even need to link it. Like I did a quick shopping search for biodegradable glitter and I could just buy it. And it was like oh. 15 to 20 bucks for a couple ounces of it. It was pretty reasonable and you can just do it. All right. I wonder, yeah. oh, sorry. I wonder if this is what this is, is my friend actually went to a, a brewery near me in Los Angeles and they had like, I assume for Instagram, like some kind of beer that appeared to have like a, I don't know what, like oh. a gel, a glittery purple gel in it that as it swirled around, the whole beer was, and I was just like, you know what? There's edible gold. You know, you could eat a lot of basically inert stuff that right. won't exactly destroy your digestive system. So I was like, is that just normal glitter? But maybe it was cellulose or whatever. Oh, yeah. I just, uh, yeah. the common ingredients in edible glitter or dust, as it's called, include sugar, gum. Oh, sure. Yeah, just hmm. all the things, all those little things. I guess it's, it makes it's just sense. sugar. Yeah. Sugar is sparkly also. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, truly, like, replacing our glitter is such an easy win. Like, I feel like virtual reality could replace glitter. You know what I mean? Like, sure. it's the same. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, pretend it's happening. That's fine. Right. It works. Well, because all you do is you see it. The good part is seeing it. The bad part is feeling it. So, yeah. It's actually, yeah, perfect. Although there is on some, like, recipe website for kids, like, you can make your own glitter by using just Sugar and food coloring. And I, I guess sugar is sparkly, but I don't know if that pays off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that's tough. I don't think that's it. <laughs> I guess we'll wrap up taping. We'll all go experiment in our kitchens. Yes, we'll, yes. Uh, <laughs> I know. We'll all really upset our significant others who'll be like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> you made such a mess. Well. 
Well, sparkles though. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That is the main episode for this week. My thanks to Andrew T. and Mujan Zulfagari for being down for a lot of material science and a lot of corporate intrigue. Who knew Glitter would do that? There you go. Anyway, I said that's the main episode because there is more secretly incredibly fascinating stuff available to you right now. If you support this show on Patreon.com. Patrons get a bonus show every week where we explore one obviously incredibly fascinating story related to the main episode. This week's bonus topic is the extraordinary overwhelming secrecy of the glitter industry and how that sparked a fake 2022 glitter shortage. No glitter shortage, but TikTok said there was. Visit sifpod.fun for that bonus show for a library of more than 10 dozen other bonus shows and to back this entire podcast operation. And thank you for exploring glitter with us. Here's one more run through the big takeaways. Takeaway number one, modern glitter is made of thin plastic wrapped in thin metal. Takeaway number two, the glitter industry is extremely secretive and centered on two companies in New Jersey. Takeaway number three, glitter partly sticks to your skin due to electricity. And takeaway number four, there's a new push for biodegradable glitter, because traditional glitter is pollution. Those are the takeaways. Also, please follow my guests. They're great. And I particularly want to highlight upcoming live shows for both these wonderful people. Andrew T. and his co-host Tawny Newsom are doing a live Yo! Is This Racist podcast episode at SF Sketchfest in San Francisco, February 4th. Mujan Zulfagari is on the satirical improv comedy show Female Gaze at Caveat on February 16th in New York City. Lincoln, lots more stuff for both these guests beyond that, but I'm just so glad they're here and also out doing amazing stuff. Check it out. Many research sources this week. Here are some key ones. And the most key one was an amazing piece for the New York Times in December 2018 by journalist Katie Weaver, who went to Glitter X in person. Also, a lot of scientific help from a piece for Popular Science by Sam Eifling, a piece about the future of glitter for The Guardian by Adrian Matei, and more stuff from Mental Floss, Vice, NPR, Find Those, and many more sources in this episode's links at sifpod.fun. And beyond all that, our theme music is Unbroken Unshaven by the Budos Band. Our show logo is by artist Burton Durand. Get that on a t-shirt at sifpod.store, which is a merchandising partnership with Tabatico. Special thanks to Chris Souza for audio mastering on this episode. Extra, extra special thanks go to our patrons. I hope you love this week's bonus show. I am thrilled to say we will be back next week with more Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. And since you listen this far, there's big news on that next episode. It's good news. It's keeping the podcast ongoing. And I can't wait for you to hear it. So, like I always say, how about that? And talk to you then. <laughs>